But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's leave it time, time! I'm James. Pat's here. Pat wasn't here earlier. He had a prior engagement when we recorded the bonus episode with Evan Drellick, uh, which was a delight, and you need to listen to that. You need to listen to that interview like like now. Or wait till this one's over. It, it can stand alone. It's a good interview because Evan Drellick's a sweet guy. Uh, and I'm surprised that, that his his innate Bostonness would allow him to... I guess he's from New York, but whatever. He's like a big deal. Drellick's a big deal. Uh, and it was cool to, ha- to talk to him for about a half an hour or so. So listen to that episode. This is episode 38 of Lima Dine Dine. And it's, it's good to be back in the swing of things. How you doing, Pat? I'm doing very well. I'm happy to be here for, 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 for my obligation. There was there was a, a period this, and I don't do this often. But like, if I I don't know if you do this, but if 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 I text my wife and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like in the morning, and she doesn't respond within thirty minutes or forty five minutes, I start to worry. Like there was a point today because I was asking you because the the whole Drellick thing it came together fairly quickly, and the timing he had something to do tonight, so he couldn't do it tonight. Um, but I texted you this morning, and and you didn't text me, and I was like, "Oh man, I hope he's okay." Like I was, I was legitimately worried for your health <laughs> and for your safety. Come on, I, guess, well, I mean, no, I'm just very flaky. Just know that it could. I will respond. It just depends when it will. Well, you had a. I mean, you had you had a, a legitimate you had a legitimate reason for for not responding immediately. But normally, if if you text me or if I text you, like we get we get back. Like I'll stop. I'll stop my class. I'm like, hang on, I gotta, yeah. I gotta answer this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I usually read it. So, like, if I, if I'll, I'll see the notification come across and I will read it, and I'll be like, all right, I need to go and respond to that at some point. And then sometimes I forget, and it goes longer than expected. Like, well, there's some times where you like send something fun or joke or we're riffing, and then I don't respond back to you for a while. I was like, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a bad person. Let's just chalk that up to me being a, a bad person. I can handle that. I'll be, I'll be the good cop. I'm, I'm good at being the good cop. That sounds good. Um, well, guess what? We have break. We have breaking news from Bravado Spice. Sweet. Let's hear it. Breaking news. So our beloved sponsor, Bravado Spice, has just informed me that at the end of this month, they will be doing their first ultra hot sauce. So for people that are more manly and spice eating people than, than than I am they should be very excited so I, I don't know are you an ultra ultra hot person I'll I'll give it a shot yeah I mean I'll try it just because we're gonna probably get some so uh, yeah. but I'm not not typically into that but I know a lot of hot sauce connoisseurs are so for them to step up to like the real hot stuff will be uh, will be pretty cool so they're excited about it i'm excited about it uh, um so we'll let you know more when we know more or you can go to bravadospice.com or follow them on twitter and at bravado spice and it'll be really fun for everybody to be honest with you yeah and there's uh, every everything they do everything they do is good so this this should be good too that's what that's what i'm thinking so like what if they made like one of their 
delicious sauces that already has good flavor in it. They just add a little kick to it. I can I can handle that. So yeah. maybe I might not. I'll have a giant jug of milk next to it, ready to go. But <laughs> just a, a we'll see. A table we'll see. a tablespoon of baking soda just on go, ready. Just a cow, like just a cow next to me, and I will just drink from the other. Right. I won't drink from the other. Let's let's move on. Okay, right from the teat. One of the, uh, just as a quick aside, my cousin, <clears throat> who I've mentioned before, because he's a Braves fan, uh, he's a teacher and. Um, one of the all-time great typos. There was a, a parent that had a question about about one of his students that uh, he wrote. He, that he he said, uh, "I'm not sure if she's going to pass. I'll need to check out." And of course, what he meant to write was, "I'll need to check out her test, her tests." Uh, right. And and what's next to the S? It's the A. So he he essentially sent them a message that said, uh, "I'm not sure if she's going to pass. I'm going to have to check out her teats." And 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 oh, oh no! And and immediate like within thirty seconds, like that's that is absolutely not what I meant. I meant I meant to write tests. I'm so sorry, and like had to get the principal involved. And it's one of my favorite stories. And it, it's also because <laughs> it's a it's a warning shot. Like you, I gotta you gotta you gotta proofread. You can't fire off a quick email to a parent. No, no, you no. I I think people have learned their lesson by now. Even with autocorrect, just like because they change words on you, like. Before you like when you're sending it, it changes. You're like, no, I didn't type that. Yeah. So you got to be careful these days. You do. But that's 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 pretty funny. So the the Astros are they've had mixed a mixed bag of success, and by a mixed bag, I mean hardly any success at all. Um, are and we talked about this last week. Are you worried about the spring training Astros? Not even in the slightest. I mean, I I. Wouldn't mind seeing signs of life offensively, but we are so early in spring training. Um, you know, a lot of our guys are going to play in the World Series or in the World Classic, so they're they're just getting their cuts in. Nobody's like, are we really worried about Altuve hitting 083? Like, are, come on, yeah. Like that doesn't it doesn't even count. Like, no, who cares? But that being said, you'd like to see them. You'd like to see them perform, but it doesn't matter. Well, I mean. I remember last year, like Dallas Keuchel dominated in spring. I think he gave up one earned run the entire month of March, and and we we know how how 2016 turned out. So it's not like it's it's a harbinger of success or and or failure. Right, and also haven't uh, isn't Fires the only actual starter that's pitched? Yeah, McCullers, McHugh. M- McCullers hasn't, McHugh hasn't, Keuchel hasn't, and then Musgrove has. I mean, yeah, you got Musgrove pitched a little bit. Morton, but he's not a foregone conclusion. That okay? Did Morton pitch. I want to. I want to talk about that here in a second. But Charlie Morton pitched and and did all right. Yeah, I I'm just assuming that he's he's number four. Charlie Morton. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he's number four. I think that's. I think we're safe to to set that. So you know. So yeah. So that too. So like, but nobody's even nobody's pitching yet. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody. It's a, a two at bats and they come out. Like what? Are, Beltron's playing well. Hit another home run against the Mets. So yeah. former Mets great Carlos Beltran hit a homer against his former team. What a story! The- read a whole <laughs> read a whole lead on the front page of the Chronicle about it. Yep. Um, the yeah, I guess it's it's sort of a and, and you know honestly they're getting where where crooked numbers are getting put up 
is are are from from pitchers that aren't. I'm gonna I'm gonna couch this because like I, I'm sort of Twitter friendly with with Brady Rogers' wife, so I'm gonna be careful here. Um, I, I don't know how much we're expecting Brady Rogers to contribute to the 2017 Astros, you know, and and with a guy like Brady Rogers, who's very much a bubble candidate to be on the roster, he's probably putting way too much pressure on himself to make his pitches against the Tigers or Mets or whatever. The the guys that are struggling, with the exception of like Chris Davinsky, who had a rough but a rough outing, well, I, I don't know, it doesn't matter, a couple days ago. You know, it, it's not like the guy that, it's not Keiko getting shelled. It's not, you know, it's it's not McCullers getting absolutely blasted. So the, where they're struggling, it's not from guys that you would consider linchpins of the rotation uh, or of the 25-man roster. Would you agree, disagree, call me an idiot? No, I... <laughs> no, I, I agree with that completely. But also at the same time, sometimes you just get shelled. It is the big leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody at any time can go out and get just. I mean, we've seen Keuchel pitch a two thirds of an inning. I mean, it, it happens. So, it's baseball. Just I don't know. Just go with the flow. You, you just want back. You just want to get through March and get your work in and not get hurt. And come out in April ready to go. Yeah, be, be game ready. Build up that the stamina that that all players need to to play the full game. Um, pitchers, get your control down, your uh, your pitch counts up, all that stuff. But it, the games are I don't even, I don't really know what the games are designed to do to to play like they do. I don't know, maybe to get ready for that schedule. I guess that's part of it too. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's to come from doing nothing. You got and then you. If you didn't play that those amount of games, or if you spread them out, and then all of a sudden it's opening day and you're you know ten straight before an off day, it could get you. So yeah. so I understand that those many games, especially when they mean nothing, and sometimes nobody's playing in it. So basically, you're watching the the Fresno Grizzlies, and it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Which is good for them. No, I mean, I, I it all makes sense. I'm not saying it's irrelevant; and they shouldn't do it. It's just. Whatever. No, and I think, you know, there's so much, and and I sort of, I've come to this realization as someone who coaches a sport uh, at a high school level, like, the game doesn't tell you the whole story. Like, there are, there are other times, there, there are things that happen in spring training that, that don't necessarily happen between the two and a half, three hours that the actual game takes place, that that's A.J. Hinch and, and... that's the front office and that's all of Hinch's like bench staff like getting seeing what a player is about what are they doing um that that we don't know about and so for uh, there's so much more I, I there has to be so much more to spring training that that doesn't show up in oh. the box score oh there is they're seeing you know a guy that is has been dropping his hands is he keeping his his hand back mm-hmm. um for or you know when Bregman hit so beautifully in the, with, with the hit and run, you know, just like contact hitting and hitting the spots and just certain stuff that it may be a line drive about, but they're like, Hey, go oppo on this if you can, or, you right. know, just stuff like that. We have no idea what's going on. And I'd really be interested. Yeah. No, at least some of the video games where like, 
you play on career mode on FIFA or on NBA 2K, they're like, hey, uh, keep them out of the paint for these five minutes. Just put a little stuff like that and you get you know extra points. And I don't know if that's a good comparison. That's but they give you just comparison. random stuff like keep your guy for scoring from two minutes or make an inlet pass. Just random shit to work on. So I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but I play NBA 2K. So no, you, know, it, you can die. <laughs> that makes sense that... I mean, you know, and and also like the is this dude a complete jackass? Like, is he does he badmouth everybody? Uh, does he blame somebody else for whatever didn't go right that game? Or right. you know, just sort of like personality stuff that that we we don't. I think we tend to assume that everything. And this is something that I fall into that that everything that happens, everything leads to whatever shows up in a box score. And if a player is struggling, it means they suck. And if uh, and and the, but you might and and it, this goes back to and I had not planned on talking about this, but I I wrote something um, after Altuve signed the the f- team friendliest extension in baseball history. That you know the the Astros sort of I don't know I, pounce isn't the right word, but they signed him to an extension at a point where he was sort of struggling through. That was it, 2013 that he signed it. Yeah, yeah. And and the, and one of the reasons that he was struggling is that his grandmother died, and he was having a really hard time with it. That's that's something that doesn't yeah. that that doesn't show up in a box score. That's that's, but it's also incredibly important to that player and his confidence and his performance. But you, that's something that you have to be around somebody like every day. To to understand, okay, Altuve is struggling. This is why, and it has nothing to do with the positioning of his hands or what his what his swing is doing. Like he's in a funk, and it's it's personal, and he's going to have to get through it on his own. We don't know if if we don't. It is sick that they're really worried about their kid, or their mom, or their dad. That that we don't we don't see that unless some you know Jake Kaplan or Brian McTaggart throws it at the end of like a daily notes column oh for sure i think that we uh dehumanize athletes all the time yep and it's completely unfair because anybody who's goes to work be most people um <laughs> you know you get two hours of sleep one night or you're up all night coughing or you're not feeling well and you have to be in there you are not at your best you know, yeah. you may forget shit. You may be late. You may be doing this. I mean, it's it's the same thing. You're just doing something that we can't do. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that that gets dropped. That gets dropped a lot because professional athletes. So we're they're expecting, which is so stupid. Yeah, if, I, if a girl's mad at me, I'd be off that night. Just something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just anything stupid that's like, oh, I, oh I'm going to fight. Just dumb shit. That's not dumb, but in a greater scheme of things, it is. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a big point in, in things. Yeah. So spring training's whatever. Just get your timing down. Get comfortable with – because, I mean, especially for guys like Keichel and McCullers, when they throw – it, when they, when they actually make their spring training debut – It'll have been like seven months since they have pitched in in anything that's remotely meaningful, you know. And, and Keuchel's been on the mound right. and thrown BP, and McCullers has been on the mound, and and I think he's thrown BP. McHugh hasn't, um, which I want to talk about him in a second. But I mean, you know, 
It, it, you're you're building up. It's like Oswald, Roy Oswald is like a special assistant to AJ Hinch or whatever. And he talked about, you know, in spring training, you get your arm ready to throw 300 innings, which no one's done since like Walter Johnson. But that way, if you if you get your arm ready to throw 300 and you throw 230 innings, then you've had yourself a pretty damn good season. So, oh, for sure. Get in and build your arm up and it doesn't matter what you do. You're going through the actual physical demands of pitching every fifth day or, you know, however often you're expected to pitch. So what spring training, whatever the, the results don't, I think the Astros had a pretty good spring training last year as record wise. And we know what happened. So whatever. But also I, I do think, well, and, and the broadcast guys have talked about this too, is like, you want to win, but. Uh, you're not necessarily trying to win, which is, doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it's good for morale. Everybody's happy if you, you, you drop 15 runs on somebody, whether it means or not. Like, you want to win. Like, yeah. it doesn't getting throttled by the, you know, the Miami Marlins or the Nationals, but it doesn't matter. So, I don't know. No, it's a, it's a weird... I, 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 I expect... I fully expect McCullers to come out and be ready to go, just knowing what a competitor that guy is. Keiko may just be laissez-faire about it and just kind of get in the groove and do this and that, but McCullers has been ready to go on the mound for so long. I don't know. He's he's really disciplined. You know, when we talk to him and just watching him after that, he's. I wouldn't be surprised if he could hold back some of that competitiveness and and maybe not go – go all out, but I could also see him going out there and be like, I'm going to strike everybody out and I'm, they're going to see what I'm working with and send a message. So yeah. And this is, this is McCullers. This will be McCullers third season with the team. If I'm, this is the, yeah, this is the year that you, you say, hello, I am here. Yeah. I'm a superstar. Your first year, you know, you want to, you want to impress your second year. You're trying to prove something, but I think your, your third year, you have the experience and I know McCullers hasn't pitched a full season yet, but I think that that sort of focuses him a little bit, so that he he knows he knows what the demands are. He ha- he can sort of rein it in a little bit if he needs to. There's just more maturity that comes with every start that you make, for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm sort of expecting fairly big things from from McCullers. Um, I think we all are. So I think that expectation, I don't know, I don't know how much it affects him. I, I just from talking to him, I don't think it does. But that's a different mentality coming up, you know, coming from being the uh the potential. The oh, this guy's got great stuff. So when it's there everybody celebrates you, but when you don't do as well, it's like, "Oh, don't worry, he's young. He'll get there." Yeah. This year is the first year of actual expectations, regardless of injuries and other stuff. This is the year that he needs to step up. Yeah, or he's expected to. I'm not saying he. Well, he does need to step up, but it would be great if he could step. This up. This is his year. It'd be. It'd be lovely. It'd be. It would go swimmingly if he did. Do you think that the the Sports Illustrated cover back from from 2014, the 2017 World Series champs? Do you think that that is playing a role in anyone's mindset, or do you think that's just media bullcrap that players have to tune out? It is playing in all of our mindsets as fans. Yeah, I think we. I think that was for us, 
and it's, I'm not saying that they don't know about it. They surely know, and um, and they've talked. I've seen guys talk a little bit about um, embracing the expectations, and that they they know that there's a target on their back, and that that they're supposed to do something this year. So they know it. But I think that's still more for us because it is a few year old Sports Illustrated cover. Yeah, and we would we would love for it to be prophetic and and mean something and. God, if they won the World Series and, and they predicted that, that'd be all. I mean, to, to predict that and have them be in the position that they are actually set up to compete for a pennant is mm-hmm. really cool in itself, if we're being honest. Yeah, it totally is. Like, so everything played out like the article said it was going to play out. So I haven't read it. You never read it? I, it's, it's, I have, you know, the, the Pocket app that it's a great. <clears throat> it's oh, like, it's a it's back it's backlogged by seven hundred articles about something the a tra- Battle of Saratoga. Yeah, well, it's it's between like history stuff and like whatever's happening with Trump, but the March on Lexington. <laughs> how Paul Revere almost did not make his ride. Um, okay, it's a good voice. You gotta you gotta do, we have to do a show and I don't know, but it had nothing to do with it. I don't know why I do it in like times where it's not. It, 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 there's no context behind it. Why am I doing that for 19, 1775 shit? That makes it, that's okay. what makes it better. Um, but pocket. So anyway, this is a. I'm, we're not getting paid. We, we don't get paid for this. But but this is this is just a shame. Like pocket is an app that pocket brought to you by pocket <laughs> sponsored. The Lima Time Time Show is pocket. Now they owe us. Yeah, they, now they owe us hundred bucks. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I just wrote that. They. We need to come up with a bravado spice song that they have to use. Bravado spice, it's hot, but sometimes it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I'd buy it if that came on the Give radio. Give me your sacks of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, pocket, it, it, you can save an article to pocket, and it'll take out like all the links and images, and just let you read the text. Which that's what I. Want. I still haven't. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I interrupted you so much i'm really working on that that's i gave that up for lant interrupting you <laughs> <laughs> no you're good um but no what i was gonna say is i still haven't i need to download that that and when you first described it to me i really that would make article reading i'd read a lot more w- in that context no no carry on i'm sorry about no, that sorry my lord for breaking your trust it's wonderful the it's oh a- it's sunday i'm allowed to interrupt yeah damn yeah, I I really messed up on this. Okay, go ahead. You can interrupt. Yeah, when, some of our some of our best moments have come through one of us interrupting the other. Um. Anyway, so so the first the first thing that comes up because on the on the web, uh, the you might have heard of this the World Wide Web. That when you use Pocket on the on the World Wide Web, it's the whatever you save first or whatever your oldest save article is is what what pops up first. And for three years, it's been. Astros 2017 World Series champs, and I just I have okay. I haven't read it. I haven't I can't I can't do it. I can't bring myself to read it. J- James, I'm I'm gonna have to ask you. I want you to read it this week, and then next week I want you to talk about it. It's spring break. I'll, re- I'll, I'll reread it too. Read it this week, please. It's spring break, even can... if it's Sunday right before the show. Um. Okay. Wait. Is this week spring break or is next week spring break? Like the next next week? For no, for me, like spring break started, so. Oh, oh, well, congratulations. Yes. So, yeah, so just just read the article this week. Can you do that? And then we can talk about it and see what's actually prophetic, because I haven't read it in a while since it came out. If, if you need me to we'll send it to you. We'll do that next week. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'll do, yeah, I'll do it. 
I was gonna do it before game Just six. Just do it. Break down and do it. I was gonna do it before. I don't have a. Co- I don't have a copy of it. That's the one thing that bothers me is I didn't get a copy of it. Like the actual physical magazine. Yeah, I feel like I should have that. Yeah, I probably should too. I know. Uh, now my feelings are hurt. I have to go on eBay and pay like seventy bucks for it. Fucking hey, assholes. Okay. The uh, our school library um, is trying to get rid of stuff that they don't use or whatever. Books that nobody checks out. So they, it's sort of like in a grab bag. Like it's a cart outside the library. That, right. Do you want this book? Take it. It's free. And they had a bunch of magazines. And I, That's great. I recently snagged the Sports Illustrated from like 99 when the Astros uh, traded for Randy Johnson. And that was a delight to read. It's not the same in any way. Sort of. But, uh, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Um, I can't remember. Oh, anyway, the whole thing was about, yeah, Pocket's awesome, and I haven't read that article. But, uh, yeah, okay, I'll read it. I was going to do it before Game 6 of the World Series against the Cubs in October, but um, I'll do it. I'll do it this week. All right, I guess that sounds better than being in the World Series, right? Yeah. 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 Um. What else do we talk about? Do we, do you want to answer some? Because I have another, I have another uh, bit uh, for you, but I need to turn my phone on. Um, I can remember a couple of them, but but as, as my phone turns on, because I'm trying to conserve bandwidth here, uh, we had some questions come in from from Twitter. Twitter.com. Oh, all my friends at Twitter. Yeah, all right. Twitter. Yeah. Everyone knows Twitter. The uh, who do you think? And we're totally uh, that first what twenty five minutes was very serious and very measured and reasoned analysis. We need to get away from that. So well, no, um, people need to know that we're capable of that. No, it's important, but but it felt weird because we weren't screwing around. Yeah, we don't. We can be journalistic, and we both know our stuff. So people need to know this isn't a clown show. Okay. So if you think it's a clown show, you can watch your. Your fucking mouth, <laughs> and give us sacks of money. The and also give us money. Yes. Mm-hmm. The okay, um, shoot. So, which ass? Which current Astro? Do you think you could take in a fight? I feel like we've done this recently, but but I th- did we? I don't know. The roster's it- changed enough that that I think it's worth doing again. Which current Astro do you think you could actually stand a chance in a fist fight? Now, stand a chance. Now, see, I I approach this differently. I, I I approach this with prison rules. Okay. You, I would I'd break a stool over the back of Gaddis, and then I would just sucker punch McCann, and then just start swinging on everybody. No, this is a this just is you don't have else. like I I don't care. Like, what are y'all? What's what? What are y'all gonna do? Like, <laughs> I'm here. So I would take out the two scariest people. Um, but I like- an actual fight. Um, the popular answer is going to be Marisnik, but he's very athletic and probably could beat the hell out of literally everybody. Um, you can't fight Altuve, even though he's short. Short people can always fight. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Uh, um, Springer seems pretty nice. I could probably fuck up Springer. He's like Connecticut too, so so we're yeah. ta- we're talking like Houston versus yeah, but Connecticut. It's Connecticut, so. so, so this is this is kind of tough. My favorite thing. I'm I don't gonna, think Correa can fight. I know I know he's Puerto Rican and everything. I, th- I think I think I take Correa. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you, and and I'm actually gonna interrupt you for a second because he does seem nice, like like just genuinely nice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, get, I'm gonna interrupt you, and you're not you're not taking the hint that I'm gonna interrupt you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you. My favorite thing is that you envisioned. My question was, which member of the 25 man roster could do you think you could whip? And you you put yourself in a room with the 25 Astros on opening day, and you're like, here's how I'm gonna beat all of them, and that that makes me laugh. Uh, pretty hard. So I'm talking like you're in a, you're in a random bar, and you can you can pick one Astro to be in that bar, and you and something happens. He hits on your girl. You hit on his girl, and and it starts. To, you start throwing bows, and and who who do you think you could be? Like, who's the ideal Astro to take in that situation? So your answer, right, well then, Colin McHugh's Colin McHugh's catching the ones and twos. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I I thought I thought Colin, Colin McHugh can catch these hands, <laughs> and I, he's the coolest guy ever. I love him, but he's gonna he's gonna catch the uh, the old boa. I that's a good that's a good answer. When I was when someone like sent that in, I I was thinking one Marisnik because I, I I you he's may- lanky. He's got length. You got and he's fast. You got it. You got it. Just because he's pretty doesn't mean he can't throw hands. You got to take these things into perspective. Colin McHugh, like he's just a good guy about his business, soft, kind of funny. Like that's the kind of guy that can't fight. <laughs> that's true. It's so Colin, true. I love you. Don't fight me. Don't don't fight me. You're please. I, I give the 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 ideal scenario is what about all right. So who's yours? So Marisnik is yours? No, because you made a pretty good point. But the ideal scenario is that whoever we pick actually like challenges us to a fight at in center field of Minute Maid Park, and and we get exposed for frauds and cowards. I w- I would show up though. I'd show up just to be. I would take an ass. I would take an ass whipping. Oh, okay. Or if we could do like a celebrity boxing thing with gear on and stuff, just for the hell of it, and I'd get embarrassed. It'd be fun for charity. Do it in November. So, Colin McHugh, if you want to fight me for charity, <laughs> you can wake up in the hospital for for the kids. <laughs> <coughs> that's funny. God, it's funny. Um, you made a pretty good point about Mariznik. Mariznik was my initial choice, but. It's not like I can fight. I've won every fight I've been in by like two blocks because I take off running. But I, McHugh was my second choice. But if if you've got McHugh, I'll take. It's not Davinsky. I'm not. I'm not fighting Davinsky. Oh no 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 he no he would be at the one of the at the bottom of the list. He's got something to prove, and maybe I'd fight old Beltron. With his, like he has a lot of face, so I can, it's easier to hit. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can't tell if it's swollen because it's it's already puffy. So it's like, did I bruise you? I don't. Is it swollen? I don't know. It's just his face. I can't tell. Um, God, I love it. I'm glad he's back. I'm trying to think of, of just uh, but I don't want to new guys and random guys. You know, I was looking. Like, at- I could probably catch Marwin. See, I don't think I, I think Marwin Marwin's scrappy. Like he's been he's been fighting no, for playing time. No, you're right. You're fighting. No, for- you're right. You're right. Marwin 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 would uh, wouldn't catch the fade. Um, God, I almost need to pull up a full roster, um, and I'm going to do that right now because we got to we got to expand upon this. 
because no, yeah, Devo would be at the very bottom. Um, I watched some of the interview with him on Astroline. Yeah, and he just has that that Giles thing. Like Giles would be at the bottom of the list, not yeah. messing with that guy. Anybody who has like rims on a Caprice, like you can't. <laughs> like he like chooses to drive a Caprice, and he doesn't. He could afford a lot more. Like you don't you don't trust guys who drive cars from the movie ATL. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let me pull up the roster and see that. I'm, I'm going to pick somebody. I'm sticking with McHugh for now, but you know, I'm a, I'm a lefty and I, and I think, I think, I think I could, I might, I, I could get a, I could get a few in on Kevin Chapman, but he's a lefty too. And so I don't, I don't know how the lefty lefty matchup goes. Um, I like that's I like, tough, but if you but you could use that to your advantage. You need to find somebody that's right-handed because it, nobody likes fighting left paws. Yeah, it's true. It's di- it's just different. So not Tony Sip. Tony Sip had a bad year last year, and he's ready to he's ready to beat somebody up about it. And he got and he got beat up the other day too. So that can't feel good for him. Um, Stassi, maybe Max. Stassi, uh, Max Max Stassi could catch the fade. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he'll make the twenty-five man, but. But I he'd be he'd be up there as far as who who I who I think I'd I'd stand at least I at least wouldn't get waxed in front of everybody for charity. Let's see here for charity, yeah, and then like skinny Tyler White, he can catch some. Yeah, I think you could shake his confidence early. Yeah, if you, you have to, um, if you I'm got bad. a couple, if you got a couple shots in on Tyler White early, I think it might it might rattle him, and, and he'd be he wouldn't he wouldn't do so well. Yeah, and see, you can't, and you don't want to go with the older guys because they have the super dad power. Like you got, like you want to mess with like 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 Gregerson. Like he he'd mess you up. Yeah, someone someone said they'd fight Gregerson. I was like, that's a terrible. Oh wow, that's uh-uh. a, no, no, that's a bad idea. He's got clo- uh, he's got closer mentality. You know what? I, you know who I'd fuck up is Will Harris. <laughs> he like, could Will Harris would like he he I'd cut him at the one and the two and that'd be Rap City. I will. <laughs> See you at the All Star Game, pitching out of a bases loaded jam with a colostomy bag. Much, much, much love, but get the scram and then fires after that. It's pretty much all pitchers. They can all catch this. <laughs> pitchers are different. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm but not with... like yeah, but not the grizzled ones. There's some that will kill you, but you have to be careful with that. So yeah, those are my those are my picks. Uh, where does Evan Gaddis fall? Would you fight? Would you fight? Uh, would you fight Evan Gaddis? Yeah, I've heard he's a big teddy bear. Sometimes those guys are misleading just because they look scary. I'm not saying he wouldn't murder me. Probably <laughs> would. Would you fight Brian McCain? But I would pick, uh, uh, it, No, no, no. See that—that's the difference. If it was like here, pick Gaddis or McCann, I'm gonna have to fight Gaddis. Hmm. McCann, we know what he's capable of. He's angry and he's ready to go. Yeah, he's been a red ass for but so long. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He got us in the red ass. He's like a he's like a fun loving dude. He's a good dude. And he just got married, so so he's not really thinking about. I don't know if they were saving themselves for marriage. This this took a yeah. weird turn, but <laughs> but but oh. I, yeah, he's got other things to worry about than beating up two dudes that run a podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is this is of no concern to concern to any of them. Okay, so so next question is so you're going. Who are you? Who's your final pick? 
tie. It's a tie between McHugh and Will Harris. I. That's good. Probably. Yeah, one of those two. Either, uh, either or. I, I don't care. I'll go with McHugh just because I said him first. But I think Will Harris. I could probably pummel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Stassi. That's my pick. See, he's a catcher though. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, soft hands. Those, those those guys are yeah. Those guys are rough. So here's here's the next question from Twitter: Is uh, which current Astro do you think can shotgun a beer quickest? McCann. It might be McCann. It is McCann. Hmm. Um. Unless Giles one B. Giles is a good pick. I was thinking about Giles. Giles can shotgun a beer in like, yeah, Giles. But he does. He doesn't know how to do that because he only drinks forties. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he knows how to. He knows how to turn the like the dos boot. He knows how to do the to <laughs> chug a glass bottle. But he's never shotguns. So teach him how to do that because he's only dealt with like forty ounces in malt liquor. <laughs> Milwaukee. Now, if you're picking like who. Drinks the most four loco, then yeah, it's it's Ken Giles. <laughs> drinks a lot of four loco. <laughs> like that's not even close. Uh, They're like, Ken, stop drinking four loco. It's like, like four loco is so bad, you have to peel off a warning seal. Have you ever had it? I know you're not like a giant drinker. No, no, have I have you ever tried I, loco? No, don't I, ever do. It's the worst shit that's ever. I did it as a joke one time, but you have to. There's a plastic label warning on top of this can that you have to peel off before you're allowed to drink. It was such shit. I can't even, uh, anybody listening, uh, yeah, tweet me your four loco stories, which will be zero. Cause I hope somebody has <laughs> just for fun tried it. It's the worst tasting thing, but it does mess you up a little bit, but yeah, Ken Giles, four loco. You know, all I know about it's from like the media, the report of it. Is, is it like half caffeine and half, just malt liquor? Is that what it is? No, I th- I think it's like straight rat poison. I have no <laughs> idea. Like I don't I don't know what's it's it's a high alcohol content. I I don't know I don't know what it is, but it's stronger than everything else. Hmm. It's like the uh, it's like those uh, strawberry Ritas or Budweiser Lime Ritas, but like those but like on steroids. Huh, those are I, I don't I don't mind the cranberry. So they have a higher taste. It tastes so bad. Oh no. Hmm. That's Something interesting. That so okay. I will admit on air. So you had to like find it at gas stations, and I would just buy it by the case. It was delicious. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Fight me. Fight me. I'll fight you and Colin McHugh and Will Harris. I'll fight the whole. I'll fight you. <laughs> Oh man! Drink three, four locos and a cramparita, and I'll stop. Stop the fight. They should. They they should know this after they saw how how savage I got in Astro Twitter media. They should know that I don't play or madness. Yeah. So all right, let's talk. Know this. Let's talk about Astro's Twitter madness because you and I have texted each other sort of privately because that's how texting right. works. But yeah, uh, they're one-on-one conversations that nobody else can read. Right, and we don't put them except, on except the government. 
Of course, of course. Jeff Sessions is currently checking yeah, out. Yeah, Jeff Sessions sent me my group chat. As he as he greets people at Mar-a-Lago. Um, do, so... And some guy just called the Babushka. I don't know who that guy is. He's just, he's called the Babushka. We don't know who he is. He's just kind of looming there. Anyway, go ahead. That's my, that's my political joke for the episode. Do, all right. The Astros Twitter madness, it's ego-fueled. It's, it's, is it fun? Uh, all right, here, here's my stance on it. I wanted to hate it with all of my heart, okay? I okay. feel I don't like contests like this typically. And a lot of the people involved are friends of mine and people who have we followed each other or or vice versa. They followed me, but we're still friends. So they don't follow you back sometimes. It means I don't know you well enough to want to read your content. doesn't mean I don't like you. Um <laughs> But uh, I went up against Stroh's Bros one, and I, like who I Bros. adore now. No, he's he's a good because he because he started campaigning, and I wasn't going to do anything. I was just going to sit there and let let the votes just lie where they may. And then he he started hitting up Bravado Spice and Applebee's and just <laughs> lobbying for votes. <laughs> you got to so I so I was like, okay, I was like, go ahead. No, you got to nip that in the bud. Yeah, so I was like, uh, okay, buddy. So I tweeted some of my friends for votes. I, my buddy Andy Lastner is the executive producer of The Ellen Show, right? Okay. And a uh, uh, good friend of mine. And I was just like, hey, man, I need your help. And um, w- meaning that I wanted him to vote. And I, and I put the link on there. And he retweeted it. <laughs> so I had the army of the Ellen come out and start voting so we had like over 600 something votes in our in our contest and i didn't even like i didn't even take it there oh, that's so funny. but if anybody wants to next round i'm going up against d and i did i love yeah so much. again i wasn't playing dirty i didn't anticipate that kind of uh, reaction so i'm sure I'm sure they're mad over there at uh, talking strows that I used outly- outlying in- influence. <laughs> you you got your Putin, but they forget that my personal account has a lot more followers than Lima Time Time, so they don't like it. It's a little different. Yeah, but it- no, it's it's fine. But I'm I'm done with it. I wanted to flex my muscles for the first round, and I did that with the amount of votes I got. And then I'm just like now I'm 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 kind of bowing out. I'm just gonna let them whatever happens happens. Yeah, I didn't. But I, I love it. It's fun for everybody. Everybody else loves it so much that I if I hated it, it would be contrarian and really annoying. So I don't. It's fun. Yeah. But I don't want to win it. The you you won last year, so I feel you have to defend your glory. Yeah, that's sort and of. I'm not gonna be mad if I do win, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna tweet at. I'm just not gonna fight for it. I don't. I think somebody that. Is tweeting about the Astros 99.9% of the time. I'm writing jokes on my other account. I'm doing stuff. I, I want somebody that's like fully Astros Twitter through and through to uh, to win. And I, I don't feel like I deserve that. You know, it, it's going to be. It's. Gonna, I, I'm curious because yeah, I, I mean, I I won last year and it was it was fun and and it felt good because it was like a little bit of validation. As you should. As you should. <coughs> You're the best. But 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 part of me is is sort of hoping and and I but I you, the thing that I appreciate about about Astros Twitter madness is that I'm coming across people that I didn't know 
and it's, this is going to sound weird, but but there are people in the bracket that that I didn't follow, and now I have a chance. Like, okay, so someone else is running this. Someone else is running this poll, but th- apparently that's someone I need to follow because they're you know they got included in this. So so I like it because I get sort of exposed to to different voices and different people that that maybe I didn't know about before and it kind of cuts through the noise a little bit and like, Oh, all right. So I need to follow this person. That's cool. Um, because the more, you know, the more of us that's in. Right. And that's the point. Like that's, or is that, that's the, that's the thin veil that they say this this is about about following and getting to know your fellow ass jerk off. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, I, yeah, I mean that's what I'm using it for. Like, I need to follow. I, this person's a nine seed. I need to follow them. That's cool. So I appreciate it, but I also d- really want to win again. And and I'm I'm sort of hoping for a showdown between between the Lima Time Time account and the Astros County account because then we'll see who's Team Pat, who is Team James. Oh, that that's good. Well, that's why I kind of want. I, see, I went back and forth because I think. Um, it, the being competing with the Lima time, time account, which a lot of people don't know that it's just my account. Yeah. I, I offered in the beginning to have James share it, but he has his own brand and his own doing. So like I run the show account. Yeah. Um, so there's no comp entry, You're not voting for two people. So there were people were confused on that. So that, that, that's my account. Um, but then, you know, I like, the account that I have with all the followers too to uh, uh, <laughs> to be in it, but then again, but that's not. But I, I keep a lot of my Astros content to the Lima Time Time page, and that's where. Well, I, I mean, mean I, I have. There's a lot of people that follow both accounts, and I love everybody who does that. Like I love you dearly because I get a lot of people that interact on my other account, my personal account, and like that makes me feel really happy that like you took the time to follow the same guy twice. And I think that's pretty cool. So anybody who does that, like, I love you, man. No, I mean, that, or a woman. And I, that makes perfect sense because I mean, you're you're a professional comedian, and you can't you can't clog up your your professional account with with complaining about Will Harris, you know, on a random Tuesday against every, the the Rays. I don't know. So it makes perfect sense that you do that. So um, you gotta follow you gotta follow Pat at P McClellan. And at Lima Time Hi. Time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's and, and I switch back and a lot. So, like, weird, I'll forget. I'll be in a conversation and, like, both accounts will come in, like, answer questions. I'm like, this is too much. I can't do this. <laughs> no, but the tournament's fun. It gets everybody amped up for the season. And uh, I had a fun first round uh, showing everybody that I can win this if I really want to. So, I just oh. want everybody to know that, that I can win. I'm like, this is what I'm be, I'm doing what I thought Donald Trump was doing in the primaries. <laughs> like just showing that yeah, I could, I could win. But I I don't want to. But right. it, I but then he ended up winning. But so maybe the, that'll happen. If the people if but, the people uh, vote for you, what are you going to do? That that I'm legitimate though. I'm not lying. Yeah. Uh, I was I was amazed at how many people came out and voted for that that first round matchup. It was pretty funny. Yeah, someone put. We were both lobbying so hard. It was. It was. Someone put together like a vote total. Uh, who got the most votes yeah. in the first round? And and you were far and away. I almost doubled everybody. The winner. Yeah. So we'll see. It's it's gonna get real. 
that's all, and that's all, and that's all I need. So like, I'm I'm rooting for D. I got I got her in the next round. She, I've hung out with her. We went, we did that AT and T thing. Yeah. Um, in the suite, and uh, Grace and uh, and D were both there, and I sat next to D, and she's great, and I love her. So I I hope she I hope she wins. I've met both Grace and D, and they are they are absolutely lovely. Like, but like they're the fucking best. Yeah. Like and, and Grace goes to like. 79 of the uh the home games a year yeah it's a lot i mean like and i mean that's not hyperbole like i think like she missed one or two games last year we were talking about it. And i'm just like how do you even like i love the team and i would die for this team but i just don't have that in me yeah it's no. amazing so yeah it, there's not a there's not a bigger fan than uh than grace she's she's true true to the game no i'm and, and d2 I- d2 I'm I'm further out than I'm 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 a good three three and a half hours from from Minute Maid, but I mean the, there was a game I want to say it was the the game it was it was two years ago it was the game that the Astros put up like twelve on Felix Hernandez in the first inning, and the I mean we my wife and I left at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe it was five, but we le- we left with plenty of time, thinking like we'll catch BP, we'll get on Twitter and see who wants to grab a drink, you know, before the game, and we left Sugarland at like early and barely made it for first pitch. So there's there's no way I'm gonna fight traffic for no two and a half three hours to get to. So now it, oh, I learned my lesson. Like I'm gonna drive to the Astrodome and get the get the the, the light rail. In and if we hit a pedestrian yeah, on the way, then go, that's it, just it goes all the way to the Dynamo Stadium now. And there's actually might be a Minute Maid Park stop. I think there is. Um, yo, that's it's 100 the way to do it. Yeah, if we hit now, a pedestrian, um, but yeah, if we hit a pedestrian on the way, then then so be it. But but I'm not sitting in traffic on 59 for two and a half hours. No, and I think that um, I, I get a little like I know that we have a reputation of having uh, flaky fans here in the city. But a lot of the time, it looks empty when the game starts just because nobody can fucking get to anywhere in the city <laughs> at 7 o'clock, yeah. especially the middle of it. So, oh, the Rockets are empty? Yeah, Toyota Center's downtown. It's right down the street from Minute Maid. Right. It's hard to get anywhere. There's someone, I mean, there's someone on a major thoroughfare burning to death, and that's why nobody's there. Yeah, and the only reason Texas games are full is because it's on Sunday— and yeah. people are drinking there in the middle of South Maine, where nothing else is, all day long. Okay. And then leaving, it takes them seven hours to get home. So Right, no one talks about that. So like, take it easy on the fans. We're just as passionate as any city in the uh, – at least the real fans are just as passionate. I know they're, every city has your flaky business, corporate, blah, I'm here to be seen or what. But I, the Astros have more like real fans than um, – and given credit for, I think. And and Texas Texans games are a spectacle. They only happen eight times a year. That, so, yeah, that too. But I mean, they haven't. They've never not sold out a game. So we're talking seventy thousand plus for since two thousand and two. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And no, but yeah, there's only eight games, and it's football. And yeah, it, it's it is what it is. And I don't I don't want to fight Texans Twitter because God knows I don't want to fight Texans Twitter, but. But it's easier, yeah. It's easier to get to your destination. It's a, it's on a day that most most people have off, and my my my, my head my head my headphones fell out. Sweet. 
the there's you're gonna all right so go on a sunday morning and have a few beers and watch the raiders on a day that you're off or get home from work after you get your kids and go watch the pirates on a thursday like there's not a comparison you don't have time to go you don't have time to go home yeah. You get off at five. You're in your. That's why so many people are in their business clothes. You have to circumnavigate traffic. And I mean, ideally, you'd like to meet somebody across the street, have a beer before the game. I mean, but no, you don't have time to do that. So, yeah. yeah and then, yeah, you have the freaking, yeah, you're right. Pittsburgh or Cincinnati's in on an interleague game on a Tuesday. Yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'll ch- I'm good. I'll- I can watch this on my couch en route. So yeah, and I'll drink. I'll drink a. And I don't know. Does that neg- that's negative though, right? I mean, I I don't know if that comes off as negative, but I I kind of enjoy the commentary. I like being able to see replays. I like being able to see everything. And I'm not saying that I prefer it to going to a game because there's something about being there, even in shitty games. It's just seeing it live is is infinitely better. But watching it on the couch isn't the worst. No, I mean I haven't lived in actually. I've not lived in Houston. Since the since the summer of 1998, so but every it's a chan- different place. Every chance I get, I will go to an Astros game. But I've lived out of state. I've lived halfway across the country, and and so so it's it's fun when I get to go. But I I kind of like if if I'm watching the Astros on my laptop, you know, I'll I'll drink a beer and it it's something that I've already bought for like seven dollars for a six pack or eight bucks or whatever that it doesn't like my wife and I went to a game last season and 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 someone like PayPal us money to buy beer because uh, to or to buy a drink because it was like twelve dollars for a tall boy right and right like it's it's sixty one dollars for a bottle of wine like that which is a lot but uh, the bottle and the amount but I, I the, the I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the. Right. I don't know what the. I don't know what the magic number is as far as like, you don't want to get your fans like stone blind drunk and and then expect them to drive you know, back to the woodlands or Tomball or Pasadena or Sugarland or whatever. But, are you got to be kidding me with with the prices for concessions? I I, I I've always thought this. And people think they they say, uh, oh, greedy, you know, greedy ownership, uh, you know, into partnerships with Aramark and all that stuff. I I've always thought that that consumption and all that has something to do with how high the prices are. Yeah. That no matter how much money you have, like you have to you have to drop a grip if you want to get loaded. Because I, my dad used to tell me about the nickel beer nights, and yeah. there were fights in every other row, and he said it was the greatest thing to witness. But it was also an absolute debacle. Well, what if, like, what if the next, like, if the Astros had like dollar beer night, and there were a hundred and fifty four DUIs and like seventeen crashes and two ninety and six ten and forty five and fifty nine and the Beltway were all shut down because of fiery incidents. You know that that doesn't look good on the so. I, you know, well, I, yeah, the li- well, the liability would be on them for over serving, so right. they would never do that. But you know, the Rockets did a thing uh, a couple weeks ago where they did dollar beers for like a hour to two hour period before the game, so everybody had to be in the stadium 
and you could get your i mean they weren't the, there were little the little cups of beer that you can get at like larry's bamboo or whatever whatever it's called now i don't know <laughs> if it's still open but like you, they, people were double fisting and you go in and you you drink for an hour and two hours and then you're there for the game and it got people there and i don't have a problem with that like little short promotions every now and again but you can't have like a night no no yeah, no, that's a liability issue. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, because if the Astros get sued by 175 people because they got into a wreck because they had dollar beer night, then kiss that Carlos Correa long-term contract goodbye. That being said, we love the stadium. We love the ownership. We want a partnership. Please give us press passes. We love you. Um, and sacks of money. Also, give us press passes. Yeah. Yeah, if they want to pay us, we'll do anything. All right, so what do we got before we close this out? We, right. we should have some good stuff. We went on, We have tangents that we shouldn't have gone on. That's true. Uh, I've got over-unders. So I'm going to call out a stat, and you tell me, is do you believe it's over or under the Fangraphs projection for 2017? Okay, so these aren't previous stats. These are projections from Fangraphs. Okay, so which, which is legitimate. All right. All right, so... Um, I'm going to go down the list. We'll start with hitters, and then I'll pull up the uh, the pitchers. And, and we'll do maybe – let's do five of each. So five okay. hitters, five pitchers. Um, are you are you going to chime in after me too? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So okay, cool. the – What? Just like we can compare and see what we're dealing with. Okay. So um, run scored per player. Okay. Fangraphs has zero players with 100-plus runs scored. Ooh. You can't go under, but do you think that's that's right on, or do you think there will be one Astro with over 100 runs scored? There, uh, over. There has to be. I, I'm, I'm actually confused as to why they came up with that number. Are they, are they saying that it's going to be so spread out and there's going to be so many runs from so many different places that nobody's going to cash in on that? Yes, because there are one, two, three, four, five players with 74-plus runs scored, according to Fangrass projections. Uh, it, it won't, won't balance out. Like that, somebody will 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 top a hundred. A is hitting three forty, three fifty again. He's always on base. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had two guys score a hundred. But okay. um, but right, but I understand the logic given that we have hitters down in our lineup that are middle of the lineup hitters on a majority of other baseball clubs. So um, no, but I am definitely going over. At least one player has a hundred runs scored. There are uh, the the Fangraphs is projecting, and this is as of Sunday night, March fifth, two thousand seventeen. Carlos Beltran and Yulieski Gurriel with an even sixty nine runs scored. Um, nice. I, I think that's pretty dead on. Um, I'm gonna say, ooh, ooh, that's a really good number. The sixty nine part or the the accuracy? Oh yeah, one well, well, nice sixty nine, <laughs> but um, obligatory nice. Mm-hmm. No, that's just that's just I, that's like Vegas set. It's just so set perfectly. Um, Jordan, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under for Beltran and Guriel, or one or the other, or not. Uh, okay, you know what? You know what? I'll go over Beltran under Guriel. 
Okay. Yeah, because Guriel's going to hit lower in the lineup, so he's relying on like. And I, and I, and, and, right, right, and I also and I think that Beltron um, has home run production equivalent to last year, which is close to thirty. So if we're giving him thirty runs right there, I think that he can pick up another forty. Okay. So that's my that's my logic with that, and I'm not saying that Guriel can't. I'm just going on. Uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? I don't have to explain it. Okay. Fuck you, people. Um, Jose Altuve, 75 RBIs, over, under. Over. Okay. Uh, I agree with that. Carlos Correa. Yeah, because, the, I mean, the where he's hitting with the with the back of the lineup being as strong as it is, we don't, it's going to be an overturn lineup Yeah. to where it's turning over and it's not like the eight, seven, eight, nine or chumps. So I, I think he's going to have uh, a lot more RBIs this year and it's going to be, uh, going to be nice. Carlos Correa. No, Carlos Correa, 24 home runs. Over. Okay. This is the year he steps up and uh is in the 30 35 range. Interesting. Uh, no, I and and I I totally see that happening. Um Alex Bregman, 30 doubles. Uh ooh. Over. I think so too. We're too happy. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it may, no, but it may be close. Well, no, but he's going to be a doubles machine. I think he's going to hit in the gaps, and he's going to—that's going to be his thing. Um, Bregman's going to be a star, man. Um, thirty, just—it may be close to it, but I think he hits between thirty and forty doubles, if not, and then he might blow it out of the water. Who knows? But uh, over. George Springer, thirteen stolen okay. bases. Over. I that that's the slam dunk. If you if I could bet, I mean, I, I'm not a betting man because I have an addict, addictive personality, and and so I don't. I just don't even. That's a weird. Why I don't even understand that. I, I, he would take 13 on his own accord without the sign. I feel like I don't understand. And and I feel like unless they do, they have a major shift in in philosophy. With this team, are they going to be slower and more methodical with their base runners? I think that this has is to an be, aggressive team. I think Springer's stolen base total has to do with how terrible he was at stealing bases last year. So I think there's there's some 2016, uh, not regression, but tendency that's built into it. But if I was a betting man, I would I would and and they and I could bet on George Springer's stolen base total. I'd put it at twenty or thirty. I would put it at 20 and 30 as well. What did, uh, and just, you don't have, this isn't like to put you on the spot, but what did, uh, what did Springer end up hitting last year, average wise? Um, I don't, I'd have to look it up. It's, it was in the 250, 260 range, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't on his, on base as much. And, and when he did get on base, it was, uh, he had some extra base hits. Springer wasn't like a singles machine. No, and he wouldn't. You know, you're not going to steal third all the time. So there's a bunch of factors that go into it, but that's really low. If I can find a Vegas prop bet on. I would. I would also load up on on the over on that. That's just too low. Yeah. I would. I would have thrown it at twenty just just because it's Springer and it's this team that's aggressive. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, Carlos. All right, next one. Carlos Beltran, 142 games played. Hmm. That is 
It's a really good one. I feel like that's right on. Um, um, I'm there. That's right about where the games he's going to play. Um, I'm just just because I've been there. Maybe to say uh, a Hamian's out a couple of days, but I think that it's going to be right around that amount of games. He's going to get some rest. He's going to be. He's an older guy. He's going to rotate out. Um, There'll be just some games he's not DHing, and when they have to, you know, DH Gaddis or McCann's. So, uh, I, 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 all right, pitchers. Um, oh, this is a good one. So, and I think you and I are both going to answer the same way. Fangraphs projects 2017 Lance McCullers to throw 121 and a third innings, over or under. A hundred and twenty-one innings, twenty-one um, starts. This is the, this is the year Lance does it, and he goes over this year. I think that's a slam dunk. I think he throws a hundred and seventy. Slam dunk is that's a little, that's a little too much. Mm, it might be, and I, I and I don't mean that. From from us talking to him, and I've said that like 70 times, and I'm just referencing that, yeah, yeah we, took, we hung out with Lance McCullers. He's our boy. Like, it is what it is. Sorry, yeah. we're awesome. Um, yeah. But also reading quotes, seeing him online, seeing interviews, he has – I hate – and I hate cliches like this, but he has that X factor. Like, there are certain people that you don't write off and you don't tell them that they can't do something. And Lance McCullers is one of those people. Yeah. And I feel like that he is going to come into this year and just obliterate the American and sometimes National League. <laughs> uh, because interleague play. But he's never – here, and you can, guys, you can take this to the Vegas. You can – whatever you can do, I'm telling you, you can take this to the bank. Lance McCullers won't intentionally walk anybody this year. I agree with that. Okay. Just letting people know that, that it won't happen. You won't throw four pitches to walk somebody intentionally. <laughs> throw a prop bet on that. Um, yeah. Good luck with that. This is a good one. Um, Ken Giles. Okay. A okay, tw- so he does or does not have Trick Daddy in his CD player. Uh, Definitely over. does. He does. Definitely does. <laughs> he's, listening right, ahead, to, he's listening to End of Win right now. <laughs> Right now, um, he's got gold fronts in. All right, you go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Twelve point three strikeouts per nine innings. If you want the math, that's ninety six strikeouts in seventy innings pitched projected. Do you think Ooh. he goes? He goes over or under twelve point three K per nine? Well, I feel like every out. That he's gonna get is gonna be a strikeout. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with over. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm either gonna say that 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 actually seems legitimate, or maybe a little bit high. But that's about. But see, all these numbers are right on. Yeah, yeah. But he was off a lot last year. So if he say he gets it together, I mean, how many times have you seen Giles just strike out, strike out the side, and that just is what it is. So that's what I'm basing it on. Okay, that number is. 
that's a great that's a great number to put it at. So that's fan graphs. You and your math and algorithms. Yeah, it's good. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, Dallas okay. Keuchel and Colin McHugh combined. 20, okay. 25 wins. Over. Uh, Fangraphs is projecting Keuchel to 13, Colin McHugh to 12, both with 10 losses. Okay. Ooh, no. No, I, I think worst case scenario, they're both around 15. And that's, and that's a bad thing if that happens. Um, both are capable of winning 20 at any time. Well, they, and with this offense, with this offense, they're basing that on last year. I, 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 oh, I don't like that. That number is low and insulting to me. See, that's what I was thinking. Like, if it's based on like, last, that's really insulting. You're talking two guys with major league stuff. McHugh, at his best, is unhittable. He's so good. Um, and then Michael had an off year, but I, oh my god! But even on an off year with this team. These pitchers are going to get some wins that they don't deserve. So that number to me is stupid. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I mean, if you look at last year, okay, that may sound, that might sound reasonable, but you're trading out Colby Rasmus. God rest his soul. He literally did nothing. Did, God, I love him. Awesome king forever. But took himself no. out of the lineup, and you're trading him for Beltran. You're trading Castro for McCann. You're trading Mariznick essentially for Reddick. The yeah, the offense is better. And then you just got the random three seventy five hitter Aoki, who's just gonna just get base <laughs> hits all the time when he plays. Like this offense is gonna be so sick, and um, yeah, it's it's gonna be nice because there's gonna be so many guys that pick. Like we haven't had the offense that had other guys pick up the big sticks when when they were slumping. It'd always be like if. If Springer, Altuve, and Correa were in a slump, nobody else could pick them up. No, now they're just yeah. hitting throughout the lineup to where that's a team. It, they're going to be so dangerous. I'm super excited about it. All right, uh, two left. This is a okay. good one. This is, I'm, I'm genuinely. This, yeah, it's going to be good. All right. Okay. Um, Joe Musgrove. Okay. Twenty-one starts. Ooh, that means he's in the rotation for yeah. two thirds of the year. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, I that that's a tough number. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Hmm. Yeah. I understand, but I mean, you've got essentially. I, I'm rooting for him to go over and, and prove me wrong, but like, well, what, no, I take that back. Um, okay, as because hold, hold up, anybody that would replace him, I'm, I'm well, I'm just factoring Marte in, and but we're not going to see him till June. Yeah. So. So here's the, here's uh, yeah. the, here's Ugh. the correlation because I feel like it's it's Keuchel, McCullers, McHugh, Morton. As you're starting four, and then it's a dogfight for the fifth spot, and and it's it, right now it's between. Don't think Mus- Fires is a lock for that. I well, it's between Musgrove and Fires, but but Fangraphs is pre- Fires wins. Fires wins that. If, uh, Fangraphs, Unfortunate, unfortunately, Fangraphs is projecting twenty six starts for Fires. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how much that makes sense. Um, I think I think it's Fires to lose. Fires was too good and consistent last year when nobody else was. He was, and cons- he's a proven veteran. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's the end all, be all, and that I'd love to see a young young guy like Musgrove with that stuff get a chance. But I'd like to see him gradually worked in there. I don't want to see him thrown in there. Yeah, like what, would you? I mean, do you want Musgrove over Fires? Yes. Who we Fires? We know that he had. You do. Yes. Hundred percent. Unequivocally. One hundred percent. I would rather Musgrove over Fires. And I'm not, and this is not like, I'm not caping for fires. I'm not saying that he has better stuff. But sometimes veteran savviness trumps just blatant, just stuff. Um, and, well, fires did kind of decline there towards the end. But the, fires had some great starts and kept us in a lot of ball games. Fires. And I, I, and I don't think that needs to be, I, I think that needs to be remembered. Fires is going to be the guy that with with like a four point five ERA because he's either going to throw a shutout or he's going to give up like four runs in four innings and get pulled. Okay, okay, so okay with that logic though, then why do we waste a roster spot on a guy like that that will spot start if Musgrove is the fifth starter? Do we is is Fires just done then? No, no, no. He'll he'll be he'll well, sort so of he'll be long relief. Yeah, and he'll, he'll be spot starter. He'll I don't, take. I don't, I, I, He'll take that Feldman role where you either start or you th- you come in and throw three innings in relief and see what happens. I see. I'd almost switch it, and then if it, if fires goes wrong, then then you bring Musgrove in to be the uh, the guy. I don't know if he's ready yet. I mean, it's a it's a philosophical difference. Do you want Musgrove to get the starting experience? Now, so that you can prepare him for 2018, 2019, 2020. Well, I mean, he's had some, and he's looked like his first start. I was, I had goosebumps. I was in a restaurant watching it, and, and like I was just like, "Are you people not understanding understanding what you're watching right now?" Oh yeah, my nipples but are hard. At the same time, uh, he's also got he got shelled when he settled in, and and people started to understand what his what he was all about, and kind of his tendencies and stuff. So I. You know, it, it goes both ways, but Fires is legit. I, and I'm, and this isn't me choosing Fires over Musgrove talent-wise. Musgrove is the future, and he has nasty stuff. And I don't know. I, I just – with Morton in there, I, I, I just want some like there's, – there's a lot of unknowns in the rotation. I, I want somebody that I know what I'm going to get. And, I, and that sounds safe and conservative, or whatever you want to call it. No, it, I, I, it's in the, in the, and then also the the fifth spot is without calling it irrelevant. It's like, well, then I guess the, okay, never mind. Then it, I'm talking myself out of it. If I'm calling the fifth spot irrelevant, then you might as well throw Musgrove in there and let him see what he can do. Well, I, I you know, every team is going to have a fifth starter, and if your fifth starter is better, and I know that the matchups change based on matchups and schedule and whatnot, but if if you're just lining up fifth starters across the board, is Musgrove a better fifth starter than every other team, or at least most of every other team, or is Fires a better fifth starter than most every other team's fifth starter? Well, I, I'd have to look at everything. I think that's debatable. But um, in terms of stuff, 
Musgrove for sure. And with the higher ceiling and all that, has anybody ever platooned the uh, the fifth starter? Have they had a, a uh, maybe <laughs> like like it like intentionally without without injuries like matchup based, which is something that I wouldn't be surprised the Astros did. Not that they're going to do it. I'm just saying. What? How do? You, how would you feel about the Astros like piggybacking, like they do to the minors? You know, in the last three years, if they piggybacked Musgrove and Fires to throw seven, eight innings, how would you feel about that? I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I mean, if you've got six starters and you don't want to demote a guy to the bullpen, you tell you tell Musgrove or or or, or, yeah, or get him off the roster. If if they're going to be on the roster, I, I I say anything's fair game. All the traditional baseball bullshit about oh, this is your role, this is what you do. No, no, do pull all the tricks. Yeah, all you have to. I, get, I love that. Get twelve outs. You you pull two dudes into AJ Hinge's office. Which I imagine is similar to a nuclear fallout shelter bunker. Uh, How many? All right. So here's my next one. How many naked ladies does AJ Hinch have on his wall? Two, over under. Uh, Under. He has one. (laughs) It's like an old. It's an old calendar. It's a pinup. They're not even naked. It's an old like Victoria's Secret calendar with like. uh, (laughs) Who was that one blonde that everybody loved? Oh, I loved her. I don't know. Like when Tyra Banks was doing it, and I'm talking like that old. There was that one hot blonde that everybody loved, but he has like a Victoria's Secret calendar. It's not even nudity. <laughs> it's just classy nudity. It's 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 Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. He's so, he's not gonna he's not too crass. No, he's he's a Stanford educated. He knows what he's doing. So exactly. I, so yeah. you pull you pull Musgrove and Fires into the office and be like, you have to get twelve outs. You have to get twelve outs. Get them as soon as you can, and then we'll throw, you know, Gregerson, Giles, whoever, Feliz, uh, in to get the final three out. Like, why don't why don't you pay? That way, they're stretched out as starters. They get their they get their five days four days rest. Throw every fifth day, and 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 just. See what happens. I mean, and, and and yeah, and if one of them struggles, you can just eighty six them, and the other guy just gets those innings. Yeah, Fires gives up, but three. they're both getting, ga- but they're both getting game. They're both getting game experience. Not that Fires needs it, and he probably won't stand for it and a trade at the deadline. But um, yeah, but in terms of winning baseball, I, I, it just this comes down to a philosophical approach. Um, you can't. We could both. We could argue that. Fires is a savvy veteran that is capable of giving you winning baseball and quality starts. I know he can get shelled. We all know that. But he also can come out and give you, you know, give up one over seven. He can so, throw a no hitter like and he then, did. And Musgrove is the great Musgrove is the great unknown that can be unhittable, but also extremely hittable. So yeah. we don't know who he is yet. So when when do you pass the torch? That's why I went with Fires because I think that. He, let him finish his stuff out, and then Musgrove. It's your time to shine, my man. But I'm not opposed to them saying, "Hey, fuck fires." It's Musgrove, and then I'm like, "All right, let's roll." Yeah. So it's not, it's nothing against either of the guys. It's just I don't know. I like veteran savviness, and I like a guy like that in the rotation because everybody's relatively young. Well, besides Morton, I guess. How old is Morton? Sixty. I don't know. 
He could be. He yeah, could be. He could. If you told me he's he's thirty seven, and then you told me he's twenty two, like I I'd It'd be like be, it would all work. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, all right. It doesn't seem right, but I I can go with that. So yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see how the actual rotation plays it out, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were real vague with it, even coming out of spring. Like, well, we're gonna play, we're gonna tinker with some things. Just you know, AJ Ball. So yeah, no, I think I think it's Keichel, McCullers, McHugh as your absolute top three. I think Morton is pretty close to a lock for the fourth spot, and then you could go. I think Martes. I think you're right. I think Martes comes up in in June or July. Um, now is it Martes or Marte? Because that's a French. It should be a French pronunciation. If we're talking about the the it's Martez, it's Frankie Tuesday. That's what that's basically what his name translates to. So okay, all right, just make it sure. Yeah, it's Star Starling Marte was with the Pirates. I don't know if he still is, but Francis Martez currently with the Astros. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I hear, I hear, like someone the right way to say it, but. French, Spanish. That's all I ask. French, Spanish, who gives a crap? Yeah. That is one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole. Fresh to 